It's the Whatever Man Podcast. Gordon, goddamn it, we hot. Back on the mic once again. It's Whatever Man Podcast. Chuck, John, everyone say, what's happening with you? Um, so, a lot's happened. And uh, we always give our RIPs and shout outs at the beginning of the show. So, uh, I want to say RIP to George Romero, inventor of the zombie movie. Uh, that man passed yeah. away. Creator of the uh, Dead series, that would be uh, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, <laughs> Land of the Dead. Basically, if it's got dead after it, or of the dead after it, he made it. Uh, there would be no Walking Dead without him. There would be, there wouldn't be any fucking zombies movie, zombie movies without him. And contrary to popular belief. The only thing more famous than him coming out of Pittsburgh is the Steelers. Because, I mean, you know, you got Wiz Khalifa, but one skinny nigga is not better than those fucking movies. So, uh, no shade to Wiz, though. No shade to Wiz. I like Wiz Khalifa. He's cool. He's going to be the new Snoop in about 20 years. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, I don't know she probably don't listen to this show, but uh, I want to say uh, rest in peace to my little cousin. He passed away. I didn't know him too well uh, because well, he's my young lady. He's my he's her son. She's my first cousin. He's my second cousin. I only met him last time I saw him. He was a little boy, um, but he passed away in an ATV accident. Uh, so. You know, rest in peace, Lonzel. Uh, he was a kid. So I know he was a good dude. Uh, played football. Did a bunch of other shit. You know, he was just a good kid. And uh, it's sad. And I'm sorry I didn't get out to California more to get to know him better. Uh, the only time I met him was one time he came out here to Texas. Uh, and we went down to his uncle's house. I think it was his uncle's house in San Antonio. And, uh, yeah. He was just, a, he was a kid. That's fucking sad. And, uh, so rest in peace to him. Uh, my condolences to my cousin because it's the second child she's lost. Oh, uh, that's fucking hard, man. Cause I know the first, the first funeral I went to was for my little cousin. He was six when he died. And, uh, yeah. It's just hard. I know it's fucking, that's the hardest thing in the world for a parent to do is bury one of their kids and she had to do it twice. So, uh, I love you, Lori. And, uh, I know you'll make it through this. I know your family will make it through it. Uh, to his older brother, uh, his older brother, Ancio, who I do know pretty well. Uh, I know it's hurting him. And, uh, yeah, just love out to them. And, you know, there's not really much you can say. It's just a fucked up situation. So, uh, yeah. And let's see. Is there anybody else? Oh, um, 
I lost it. That was some other, somebody else died. It was some other celebrity. I can't remember who right now off the top of my head. So, yeah, I'm just not going to not going to expound on that. Who's somebody else? For the life of me, I can't remember who it is. It's not that important. I mean, it's important. It's, they died, but you know, the ghost gonna come down and haunt the podcast <laughs> if we don't shout them out. So, uh, <clears throat> but yeah. Uh, oh, also, uh, we're not gonna play it live, but we did get a voicemail. The first voicemail. That we've gotten in the month that we've had this fucking number. And it's probably because we don't never say anything about it on the podcast. Cause we I don't think we've ever fucking mentioned it mentioned it other than that one podcast that I did right after I made it. So it's 203 that pod. That's the phone number. So if you want to leave us a message, you can actually text us. It's a Google Voice uh thing. And uh it's translated like a white Jewish woman. Oh trying my to, god! Trying the, to translate ebonics. The fucking <laughs> the Google Voice translate. When you hear the message, <laughs> when you hear the message, because I'm going to cut it into the episode sometime around this point. When you hear this message, in fact, I know exactly when I'm going to put it in. I'm going to put it in right here. What's up? This is Jed. One half of the hashtag Black Out Podcast, and also owner and operator of Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Chef and Germ, very happy to hear you guys back on the podcast, Airways, Hotep stuff. It's getting crazy out here. Why Sammy Sosa trying to turn like a white, turn to a white uh, Latino? I don't know why. I don't understand it. Black China, Rob Kardashian, it's just too much stuff going on. Anyway, I just wanted to say Thanks for the uh, shout-out for Hooks, Drugs, and Spices and how this be for our podcast. Uh, glad y'all enjoyed the sample pack, that Smoky Burn, that Mad Cow. Those are my two favorites. So glad y'all loved it. The fan favorite is that smoking Sweetness. So thank you, fellas. Much appreciated. Like I said, glad to hear y'all back. Can't wait to do a collab. Can't wait to hear the next show that y'all have. So, Hook Shows and Spices, We Smoke Meat, and the hashtag Blackout Podcast. Tap your love box, because we blacking out. Peace! All right, so now that y'all have heard the message, I'm going to read what Google Translate said you just heard. And shout out to the uh, hashtag Blackout Podcast guys, Jay and Jared. It was Jared who sent us the message. You know, we always shout each other out on our pile on our respective podcast. Uh, he owns Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. They sent us a sample pack. Uh, got it here by the fourth. Delicious. Yeah, yeah, we had a fucking awesome barbecue with that shit. That shit is great. So if you ever need to smack some spices on your meat, <laughs> hit Jared up. <laughs> Now, this is what Google Translate just said y'all heard. What's up? This is Jarride, half for the hashtags like a podcast, and also the owner and operator looks rosy five seconds, are very happy to hear you guys back on the podcast airways. 
hotel stuff. It's in crazy out here. Why is Sammy Sosa trying to turn like a white Springfield? White, <laughs> let me know. I don't know why I'm I'm understanding. Black kind of Rob Kardashian. This is too much stuff going on anyway. I just wanted to say thanks for the shout out from Ak Sarbin Spices. <laughs> And how this before I podcast, glad y'all enjoyed the sample pack, that smoky burn, that mad cow of my two favorite, so glad y'all loved it, the fan favorite, that smoking sweet. It's so, thank you fellows, much appreciated. Like I said, love to hear y'all back. Can't wait to do a class. Can't wait to hear the next show that y'all have so Hook frozen spice since we smoked meat and a hashtag blackout Comcast tech your little box because we black in the words of Shaquille O'Neal underdog put that on a t-shirt because that is the worst fucking translation look I've been around Japanese girls who didn't speak a word of English <laughs> that shit the only thing that would make this better is hearing that robot voice say it out loud right <laughs> this shit makes no sense <laughs> this is like a dyslexic this is like a dyslexic blind, blind person reading braille after their fingertips been burned <laughs> shit is terrible <laughs> This is the worst. But, hey, uh, yeah, man. Once again, shout out to uh, hashtag Blackouts. Blackout Podcast. Hooks, rubs, and spices. Or Asker Ben Spices. I don't know where they got this shit from. Look, look, Rosie, five seconds. Um, <laughs> yeah, shout out to them. The collab is coming soon. Uh, like I said, now that I can drive, we got a better, we're going to have a more regular podcast and schedule. We'll be able to put you guys. We'll be able to reach out to all you guys because I want to get you guys on. I want to get uh, I want to get some of the people. Uh, I want to get the whole uh, two shots on a brew podcast. That is a great podcast uh, because they shout out whatever liquor they're drinking. They have a uh, liquor and beer on every podcast. or some craft brew. I think they're all from Philly or uh, somewhere on the East Coast. I think it's Philly. But yeah, and they had this British girl on there. Shout out to Miss Coco Britt. Hey, Miss Coco Britt. I just like hearing her voice. Mm. Sexy. Sexy. I like that accent. It's black. Uh, I think her people are from Jamaica, but she was raised in England, I think. I don't know the whole backstory. I would love to hear it. But uh, yeah, they got this wild dude on there. I love that dude. Is this dude. He hood as fuck. Oh, yeah. 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 He kind of reminded me of one of my cousins, <laughs> but from the East Coast. It's <laughs> like one of my cousins from Port Arthur. He hood as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> I bet if he got any kids, I'm pretty sure they don't know what their name is. He, call, he probably call everybody son. What's up, son? <laughs> 
<laughs> nah, that's some New York shit, not Philly shit. But still, yeah, shout out to them. Uh, Second Shifts Podcast, uh, The Critical Dump, uh, Chopping It Up With Q, all you guys, the hashtag we all win, hashtag Potter Family, Pod Echo, Tripod, Podmosphere, all those fucking collectives. Uh, just in time, random ramblers with Rob. That dude crazy as fuck too. I love that dude. He right up in Houston. So hopefully we'll get a uh, we'll get a collab in with him. Shit, I drive up there because my my whole family live in Houston. So you know, anytime I'm in town, I, I wanna I wanna hang out with that that dude crazy as fuck. He go in Walmart every day, and he does a Walmart blog. Yeah, like, he, he be secretly videotaping motherfuckers stealing grapes. <laughs> He's like, look at this motherfucker just took his hands out the pocket, putting his hands all over the goddamn grapes. <laughs> Wild of the motherfucker. Um, uh, podcast right here in Austin. I think they up north somewhere in Round Rock. Right now we're recording in Maine. Um, uh, the White Pants Society, like those dudes. Good podcast. Uh, yeah. So, man, it, you know, everybody that's doing this, man, shout out to y'all. All the movie podcasts, all the geek culture podcasts. Oh, yeah, it's just too many fucking to name. Y'all know who the fuck y'all are. Oh, the Unwritable Rant with uh, Julia Miranda, uh, S. Anthony Thomas, the OG comedian. You know, the only black man that look his age that I know. But shout out to him. Uh, uh, there's no, there's no diss. It's no shade. Just telling how how it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just uh, everybody, man. Uh, you got anything? Cause I've been talking for like thirteen minutes. Well, uh, don't want to forget this guy right here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Shout him out. Shout him out. We will be having some of this. Uh, music that Jern's about to talk about on the podcast. We just don't have it digitized yet. But, uh, yeah. I think his name is Bob Niffin. I don't want to say Niffin, but it's Bob Niffin. Speaking of Niffin, OJ about to get out. <laughs> so, I didn't mean to jump in like that. Yeah, Chloe, Chloe on the internet, she ecstatic. Her daddy coming home, goddammit. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to jump in like that. Go ahead, go ahead. Bob Niffin. 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 <laughs> We'll talk about the OJ shit later. But he's got a uh, CD, the 4 a.m. Blues Orchestra. It's done live. It's this crazy white dude I work with. He's about, what, 64 or 65. Mm-hmm. We got to get him on it. We oh, we will. On. We will. He we already will. said he's he's ready. Yeah, we're going we to get everybody on. Uh, we finally going to get... Uh, we're going to sit down with a bunch of people, uh, music artists, visual artists, comedians. We got a couple people that we know uh, we're going to line up. We're going we're gonna to make the podcast travel, goddammit. Uh, we're going to try to really step this up because uh, legal troubles and the goddamn police <laughs> have uh, stifled us for the last couple months. But goddammit, we back. Um, we're going to be back like the chlamydia. I'm telling you. Oh, speaking of which. (laughs) 
I can't even listen to a fucking Usher song anymore. Cause this nigga is wilding out. What the fuck? How is you how is you just out here wilding with the herpes, Usher? What the fuck is going on? You out here really letting it burn, nigga. You can't. Look, man, if it was me, I'd have a brand name coming up. Oh, you got to. You know, I mean It's only the right thing to do. It's only the right thing to do, man. Cause that was the the first thing I thought, man. Like, like I was sitting up here, man. How come Usher? Ain't, how come Usher ain't making that Valtrex money? You know how much money Valtrex would pay? <laughs> hey, Usher singing that song. It's a brand new day. Just <laughs> <laughs> see him. It's that H E R P E S. <laughs> now tell me, baby, what you gonna do? <laughs> Gonna rub this on him and R. Kelly do another collaboration. <laughs> I'm telling you, oh my god, R. Kelly, this nigga, what the fuck? Like, look, look, I know in this current climate of wokeness, and I'm not gonna go on another woke rant. I'm not, I'm done with you niggas. Like I said, I'm, I'm not, I said what I had to say on the hotel episode. I'm not, I'm not giving any more energy to these internet fucking whatever, whatever. Oh. Uh, but hold it. First off, how old is R. Kelly? R. Kelly's fifty. He's fifty years old. Yeah. Yeah, because he was he was twenty eight when he married Leah, who was fifteen at the time. Uh, so let's 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 get this out of the way. I I there's two people who I've never been fans of. R. Kelly and Bill Cosby. I've never been fans of these dudes. I was look. I grew up. I liked Aaron Hall. I liked Guy. I never. I was never like. I was more of a New Jack Swing, Raphael Sadiq, that vein of music. I never was into R. Kelly. I didn't like Bump and Grind. I didn't even like Jodeci all that much. I didn't like Jodeci. But like, yeah, I never. I was never a fan of the music. So for me, it's not hard for me to write R. Kelly off. But R. Kelly goes into that category of that nigga did it. Like, as soon as this came out, there was not a doubt in my mind. Oh, he did it. Of course he did it. And that's what, another woman came out? <sighs> Look, man. Came this, out the basement? This nigga's making ISIS videos. What the fuck is wrong with R. Kelly? What? <laughs> He's got that fucking camera on old girl in that TMZ video. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, you gotta watch that video. It looks like a fucking ISIS video. And you can clearly see the shadow of the person that's recording it. Uh-huh. And it has to be R. Kelly. Because she's like about to answer when the... Because it was an interview with TMZ and this girl, right? So she's on camera. But it's not a webcam. Because you can tell when it's a computer. When it's a computer screen. Because it's a certain angle. Like the computer screen's always angled up. Or whatever. This was like pointed. Like somebody was holding a camera on her. Right? So she's sitting there. And she's like, you know, I'm fine and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, everybody needs to calm down. You know, there's nothing wrong and this and that, da, 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 da. And the reporter, report, I use that term loosely. We're talking about TMZ. But the reporter uh, asked her, you know, can you tell us where you are or whatever? And you see her look up in the video and she's like, I'm fine and everything. <laughs> like, like, I can't just sitting up there drinking a 40 all in his dick. Like, bitch, if you say anything, I'm going to give you this hot pee. <laughs> That shit went digital. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. 
Like, this is just... Look, I, I had some doubt about Usher until you found out that he paid this chick a million dollars to keep this quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, when R. Kelly, as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, of course he did it. Of course he has this. You know, some chicks, they are over age, of age, or whatever. You know, they're not kids, thank God, that we know of. But one of those girls he's been messing with, uh, according to her friend or her cousin or whatever, this girl just turned 20, and she's been saying that R. Kelly was her boyfriend since she was, like, 16 years old. So, uh, you know, and, and the thing is, is R. Kelly's going to release her to the wild, release her back to the wild when she turned 25 anyway, because you don't like old bras. So, <laughs> My question is, is... How, why did it end with him and Aaliyah? He peed on her? Probably. Something Probably, happened. No, seriously. And then after that, Dame Dash started that. Uh, yeah, well, she might have aged out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, R. Kelly is not into older women. When I say older, I mean older than 10. R. Kelly is a goddamn <laughs> pedophile. <laughs> Okay. Yuck. The only thing he could do worse than what he's doing right now is if he opened a fucking daycare or a school. All right. He fits clearly into that nigga did it territory. And like, and I've already said that I could, you know, I can I can separate the art from the artist. You know, I still listen to Michael Jackson. I know Michael Jackson fuck kids. <laughs> Ain't gonna stop me from listening to Billy Jean. It's a great fucking song. Mm-hmm. Like R. Kelly's music ain't that good. <laughs> it's like R. Kelly. R. Kelly is what I listen to if I'm with a girl and she wants to listen to it, and I know I'm gonna hit. <laughs> if I'm not hitting, I'm not listening to R. Kelly. Put on some Run the Jewels, <laughs> and pop some popcorn, and we're gonna watch some Netflix. <laughs> I mean, look, man, he he did make a few. No, he made hits. some hits. I mean, look. I don't. I don't. Dis- I don't discredit them altogether. I don't doubt the man's. Look, I, I like. I I do like a couple. Of, I like. Everybody likes. I believe I can fly. It's a great fucking song. Fuck that song. We ain't talking about that song, man. Like, uh, I don't understand why I say Space Jam. Fly. No. Uh, what was that remix? He did a remix. Of oh, something. the uh, the uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh. Uh, uh, ignition, the is the remix yeah. to ignition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. one Dave Chappelle remix <laughs> about the pencil. Yeah, <laughs> ignition was a decent song. Like I'm not saying the man doesn't have talent. I recognize the talent. I just don't particularly like the type of music he does. True. I don't like that ballady. Like I'm, I listen to ballads, but like I want to hear Patti LaBelle or Gladys Knight or yeah, Teddy Pendergrass. I'll listen like, to some Teddy Pendergrass before I listen to some Patti LaBelle. Shit, I love Patti LaBelle. Patti LaBelle Live is a goddamn experience. When she's singing and that wig come off and she kick her heels off, shit. Fuck Patti LaBelle. I watched that shit just to do pie. it. Hey, did you, nigga, did you just diss the Patty Pie? Yes, I just dissed the Patty Pie. I don't give a fuck. I don't like it. I think he got hyped up. It's garbage. Don't sit here and say that that pie's better than Smite's grandmamas 
Better get out of here. I don't care if she is somebody's grandmamas, but she's trying to put it out of everybody else's grandmamas. My shit's better than yours. I do not like it. When did Patty say that shit? That's what, that's, what, that's what I was told. No, that's the hype. That's not what Patty said. Well, excuse me, Patty, for saying you said something. She didn't say I that don't shit. like your shit. Well, she didn't even, she didn't even advertise that like shit. Like I said, excuse me, Patty, for saying you said something that you didn't say. I still don't like your shit. That's that's reasonable. Patty Bell and fucking Patty Pies. <laughs> Fuck them pies. Jeremy does not like hype. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's that's the music I grew up on. Patty, Shaka Khan. Yeah, Shaka Khan. Ashford and Simpson. Shaka Khan still get it. But oh. Uh, mm. Lord have mercy. You know, Parliament Funkadelic. The classics. I didn't, I was never, I was never one of them dudes. I just don't like that vein of music. I just, it's not. The Reverend, the good Reverend Al Green. You put some of that on anytime. I listen to that shit. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. I, it just, it never took long. It, it, it didn't take long for me to write off R. Kelly. It just didn't. Usher, who's a good dancer, you know, he does a he does a passable Michael Jackson impersonation. Oh, uh, but let, let's face it, man. Come on, man. Usher was around during that uh, Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial. Remember that? Remember that black kid? Yeah. I thought that was Alfonso Ribeiro. God Almighty, it was Alfonso. Yeah, You're right, right Usher. Excuse me. I just corrected myself. I'm sorry. I thought it, I thought it was what commercial was he on? I can't remember. I know what you're talking about though, because he was. That yeah, was Alfonso. My bad. Oh. Uh, yeah, but I, I look swinging a miss today. I like. I look. I like Usher. I, I shouldn't even say I liked Usher. I like Usher. His music, like his dick, is bumping. But it's <laughs> <laughs> pause. <laughs> I had to pause myself right there. But hey, <laughs> you don't think he gave it a chili? I hope not. Oh my god, did he infect chili? Oh my god, I forgot. Ooh. Oh my god! Holy shit! Yeah, we need we need to have a meeting about this. <laughs> He gave chili herpes. Somebody need to put a hit out on him. Oh, yeah. Head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hope the ghost of left eye haunting the fuck out of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> chili might be the last black girl with natural baby hair. Goddamn. Don't you. Don't you fucking. You better not fucking inflict the chili. All right. All right, man. Oh, you know what? You know what? They should the hashtag blackout guys is a free marketing idea. Cause you know, they like, you know, the mad cow, the, the hooks, rubs, and spices thing. Mm-hmm. Get Usher as a spokesperson. <laughs> Cause who knows more about hot meat? <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, these dick jokes are gonna be coming on. <laughs> <Pause. laughs> <Wait a minute. laughs> 
you gonna be hearing this all episode. It might last a couple episodes because I've been stewing this. I've been stewing on this shit for fucking weeks. But but you saw that one. Uh, what well, that was? Uh, two dudes did that. Uh, R. Kelly, um, Usher collaboration. Yes, yes, I saw that. I saw that. Yes. Oh my god! And see, that's the other thing. Is I will say this. I didn't appreciate the Trapped in the Closet song itself, mm. but I love that he's committed so hard to that video series. There's like 40 Trapped in the Closet videos. <laughs> and now, knowing that he actually got bitches trapped in the closet, <laughs> I can't even think about that shit the same way. <laughs> if I can't stop. They out here hashtagging his pictures with bring our girls back. <laughs> The, the internet is undefeated. <laughs> man, he, it's just like Slick Rick still dressing the way he used to dress. Yeah. But R. Kelly, he looked like a black grimace. Oh, yeah. R. Kelly's ridiculous. Look, I don't mind Slick Rick dressing the way he dressed because he always wore those big mean coats, the big chains, the eye patch, the kangos. Man, he about, what, 65? Yeah, he got to be close to 60. Him and KRS the same age. So they got to be pushing 60, if not over 60, slightly over. Uh, but the thing is, is he's dressing young for his time period when he was young. So that I don't mind. Like when I see an old man, when I see, when I see, when I see one of the dudes who was young in the early 90s and he still got a, uh, a I wonder where the fuck he get him from, but... Like the time I told you, I went out and I seen that dude with a new velour Felix uh, tracksuit. <laughs> now I wonder, what the hell do you buy a brand new Felix tracksuit? The shit was new. The shoes were new. Like he had a full Felix suit on and a fucking this old ass hat, like a like a fucking old school starter cap. <laughs> It looked like he just bought it. I don't know where he got it from. Because this motherfucker obviously has a time machine. Because I go out a lot. I've seen, I've been to a lot of different stores. And there ain't nobody carrying that shit. So, like, but he, that was his area. Like, he, you know, he was, that's when he was young and in the clubs. And when he go out, he still put that shit on. I get it. That's your area. He, you know. He ain't out here wearing skinny jeans and them fucking moon boot Nikes and 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 you know weird ass shirts and like the way kids dress now. And they just with the wings on it. Yeah, like look, <laughs> you know, I get it. You know, whatever. But R. Kelly is out here trying to dress like kids now. Mm-hmm. That's what bothers me. Yeah, that bothers me way more than somebody who was big in the 80s dressing like they're still in the 80s. Okay? Because we already talked about this with Madonna who needs to... Look, I love Madonna. Not so much the music, but just what she represented. You know, that era. Because she is the representation of that era. Mm -hmm. She's the only thing that's left. All of the pop pop people other than Madonna and like Cindy Lawford, they've all fucking disappeared. Mike dead, Prince dead. Like all them big people from back then, uh, Mel Gibson a racist. 
Uh, David Lee Roth's still around. I don't know if he's making music. But. No, he had fucking, uh, he lived in Japan. He practicing to be a samurai. I am not bullshitting. <laughs> well, he did no martial arts. No, I know. I know. But he lives in a small apartment in Japan. And he's taking up kendo, the, the sword fighting art. He's really trying to become a fucking samurai. <laughs> he talked about it on Joe Rogan's podcast. It was one of the craziest, most interesting fucking podcasts I've ever fucking listened to. David Lee Roth is truly crazy. Great musical artist. Seems like the nicest guy in the fucking world. He's out of his fucking mind, though. And it doesn't seem like he drinks or does drugs. And that's what I'm saying, though, is all those people from back then, they're not in the public eye anymore. Like, you don't see them anymore. Every once in a while, like, you'll see Vince Neil or you'll see Tommy Lee or do some shit like that. But even that second wave is gone. Like, the only people out there. And they're the only ones that still making music that people fucking occasionally see or listen to. Didn't Trent Reznor sell around? Yeah, but I think somebody died in his family. And, uh, oh, that's who it was. Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. He died. Wasn't a huge fan of the music, but the dude had six kids. It's fucking sad. I didn't know his kids. There was too much screaming in that music. Yeah, it was, it was, it was very busy. Very busy. I did like Mike Shinoda, though. The rapper that was in the group. Yeah. Mike Shinoda was dope. Yeah. And that DJ was fucking dope. Yeah. Whoever the fuck was the DJ, the guy that was scratching on those fucking rad motherfucker had some real talent. What was it? Was it for emos? Is it, was it one of them emotional motherfuckers? Who? Uh, Chester That music. Oh, that was music? geared towards. I wouldn't. It was that weird. They were that weird era right after fucking Limp Biscuit, where every fucking new group had a rapper in it. Like they played rock music but they had a rapper and a DJ mm. and it was always that kind of weird fusion mm. they weren't really emo um, but they did have a lot of emotional stuff because the guy was uh, he had been dealing with depression for a long time I don't know what the fuck happened he hung himself uh, I think a lot of it had to do with uh, Cameron Crowe who was his best friend he hung himself well not Cameron Crowe what was the dude name Chris Cornell you know, Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington were best friends, and I, he hung himself. And then a year later, like almost to the day, Chester Bennington hung himself. I want to say this, okay? Um, now I didn't see it, or I didn't read it. Um, Alice Cooper mm -hmm. was talking about it, and somebody else. Now I, I wish I would have read it. But this is what I think. You got all these old guys out there drinking drugs. You know they did all the did did all that. Mm -hmm. Still alive. Yeah. You know, fucking uh, what's his name? Keith Richards should have been dead three or four times. But what what I'm saying is, do you think it's the medication? Oh, 100 percent. If they went on on all these pills. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, I mean that's that's the whole point of uh, of uh, SSRIs and fucking uh, the fuck is SSRI? It's uh, serotonin. It it blocks the brain or it blocks or enhances the the gland that creates the serotonin is the. I know what serotonin. Yes, yeah. 
All right, so an SSRI affects the production of serotonin. Some of them uh, decrease it because people have too much. A lot of them increase it to make people happy, and that's why they get numb. Is because they have a constant flow of serotonin, of fake serotonin going into their brain. It, it literally changes your brain chemistry. That's what those drugs are for. And we put kids on it, and they overprescribe it uh, to a lot of people. And the thing is, is there's no exact science to it. Everybody reacts to it differently. That's why, like, if you ever listen to the that fucking spiel after they talk about the drug or whatever, how they say, uh, uh, you know, could cause... Uh, feelings of anxiety uh, could cause suicidal thoughts, all this other shit. They talk about that shit as a side effect. Anal leakage, death. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, as soon as they say anal leakage, I'm like, bro, I am out. What the fuck? I just be crazy. I'm I like, smoke this weed. Yeah. So. <laughs> Like it's just it uh, be some anal seepage. <laughs> seepage. <laughs> seepage. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> seepage. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> bathroom talking about Oh my god, I got a seepage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. I don't want I don't nothing seeping out of anyone. <laughs> but oh. yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm it's sorry. it's it's fucking terrible, man. Like they and like I say, man, I don't know the man's life. And like I said, I wasn't a huge Linkin Park fan. You know, it was more of a passing thing. I was aware of them. Yeah. It's like uh like System of a Down. <laughs> I liked a couple songs. The drummer was great. I yeah. did like the drummer. Yeah. yeah. Um but not a huge fan. Like I'm not gonna go out and buy an album. Yeah. But you know, I know I knew I knew of them. Let's put it that way. I knew of them. And uh yeah. Just say it anytime somebody with that many fucking kids kills himself. Just fucking say it. And I just want to say R.I.P. to that man. Um, let's jump on this subject. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. <clears throat> Yesterday at work, I was shown a picture of uh, Janet Jackson. Okay. But booted naked. Oh, Lord. Playing out. And she's sitting there saying uh, it was fake. She says, well, do you think this is fake, Jeremy? I was like, why does it got to be fake? Well, why would she be out there laid out naked? And it's like, wasn't she married to that Italian guy? She says, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He wasn't Italian. Oh, excuse me? Who? He was Muslim. Oh, I thought he was. she was married to some Italian. No, 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 no. They, uh, she won't ever marry to an Italian? She won't date some Italian dude? Not recently. But she, she just, was. Because she just had a baby. Yeah, yeah. She was. She had a baby for the uh, this Muslim billionaire. Yeah. And then uh, she got divorced. And now she's out on tour. She's coming to Austin. Right, there's another person. I'm not... Look. It's it basic. For me, it was basic. Uh, I shouldn't say it was over after Rhythm Nation. But 
But my deal is, I'm honestly, she never should have quit fucking with El Barge. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you know, they could have made it. That's all I'm saying is they could have made it. She could have been a DeBarge. She could have been a DeBarge Jackson. The merging of those two families would have been some epic shit. Supposedly they had a kid, right? Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly there's a DeBarge Jackson running around. <laughs> singing high pitch, singing high notes. And got got some serious dance moves. Yeah, that, she, she looked ridiculous with that. What in the world is she? I'm trying to find that. Um, but she. But the thing is, I, I. Okay, if she was with that Italian guy, over there they do that. Yeah, that's the point I was trying to get at. I, I just don't think that uh, she'd be doing that. Why not? Because she too bougie. Bougie. Get, All right. Um, well, I would like to rebut her argument. There's nobody more bougie than royalty, right? There's nobody more bougie than royalty. Okay. Kate Middleton, who is married to uh, what's Prince Charles's oldest son? I can't remember. Only one I remember is redhead Prince Harry. Uh, but Kate Middleton is royalty. She is like up to be the next queen of England, basically. Okay. She sunbathes topless. Like they're there in Europe. That's what like they don't like. We don't give a shit about violence. They don't give a shit about nudity. <laughs> and honestly, nobody should give a shit about nudity. It's it's not that big of a deal. It's a boob. <coughs> He even showed a panooch, man. Uh, whatever. Hey, I, I, have you ever seen it? I ain't never seen it until yesterday. I, no, I've never seen it, and I never looked for it. I, I ain't never looked for it, but I can say I've seen it. Yeah. At but least I've seen it. That's I mean, the thing, though. It's, that, it's not that big of a deal. Well, no, but... I mean, they, they got that, that fucking homeless chick that walking around downtown naked all the time. Not that honestly, we should stop making such a big deal about nudity. Some people should not be out there doing it. Oh no, no, no! I'm not. I'm not talking about body types and preference. I'm just talking about in general. Because who honestly, who are you hurting? If I see some chick or some dude laying out sunbathing in the park, I, I really don't care. True. Mm, naked. <laughs> All right, whatever. As long as you're not doing nothing weird. <laughs> Over there sniffing. Yeah. That's just like when people make uh make a big deal about girls breastfeeding in public. Who gives a shit? But don't get mad if I'm sitting here looking. Uh, well, now look. Don't you know what? You're right. You pop a titty out, and you're in public. People are going to look. But you also should not be doing like the weird creep face like two inches from a nipple either. I'm like, when I'm going to get some. I understand. Let's, let's, get, let's, 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 let's go ahead and knock this out. The, there's an appropriate level of creepiness. 
for all situations. I'm not saying pull your cell phone out and start taking pictures, you know. I mean, no, but like, uh, like, look, there's a respectful level of creep where you see something and you're like, huh, all right. You take your look and, and you don't hold the gaze. Like, if she catches you, you gotta respectfully be like, oh, well, and turn your head. Like, don't. <laughs> yeah. You know, be creepy, but have some respect with your creepy. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Like, nobody likes a disrespectful creep. Because <laughs> it makes... with your creepy. Yeah, it makes... It makes respectful creeps look bad. Stop it, you're ruining it for the rest of us. Yeah. Because <laughs> now, all the respectful creeps who would, you know, get their five seconds, <laughs> turn away, do the uh, over the other shoulder, turn away, you know, the respectful walk by, Oh, I dropped something and look, you know, now, now the girl that all of the respectful creeps around and we all see each other. We all get, you know, a tip of the hat. Greg, greatest respectful creep ever. Greg was so stealthy with his creepy. <laughs> we didn't notice it until we turned around and looked. <laughs> I used to buy weed from that guy. Yeah. And, like, you know, you know that's, that's what I'm talking about. That motherfucker just pop out real slow, just. Yeah. It's a respectful creepy. <laughs> and when the disrespectful creep come, <laughs> the object of our respectful creepiness. Becomes aware, and now whatever we was creeping on is walking away. Don't ruin it. That's all I'm saying. Got a point. Got a point. You know, and this, and you know who I blame on this, blame this on? Hmm. Rabbit fatherlessness. Because my father taught me the creepy ways. I, I no, learned my no, ways no, no. from my uncles. But, but that's the same thing, though. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Is you got to have an older male pull you to the side and be like, son, that's not the way you do this. You know? Because that, that was my dad's thing. And he still does this to this day. It's funny. It's, it's, it, it is weird. Because I was at the park with my dad when I was a kid. And this girl, you know, walked past. And my dad, you know, walked past. You know, hey, how you doing, man? You know, whatever. You know, speaks. Because he's from Mississippi. That's what we do when, we, when you're born and raised in the South. You speak to people. Hey, how you doing? That's going. Whatever. He nods. She walks past. She's in biking shorts. So my dad hits her with the, with the over the, the, over the shoulder. <laughs> with the creep eye. <laughs> <laughs> now me in all my youth I turn around I give the full creep I'm the turn the whole turn whole body turn it's just obvious it's just like it was like son what are you doing <laughs> like, I don't know cause now she's stopping she turned around now you look creepy cause now you gotta do the whole quick like no subtle subtlety and she walks fast and I'll never forget my dad's only word 
Butter. (laughs) 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 Ever since those days. Ever since that day, I was like, oh, okay, respect for Creepy. You know, if you got a young man, there's a young man around you, and and you see him, and you know the cat calling and doing all this other stuff, and a girl want to go, you know, want to be around y'all now. You scan it away. Like that. Respectful, creepy. Teach these young guys. Teach these young guys. I don't know if I said this on uh, the last one. This woman I work with. This woman I work with, she's she's fairly new. Okay. She's probably been there six months, seven months. I don't know. She's from uh, Louisiana. Uh, just listening to her conversations, you know, she's all, you know, with these, I've gotten blessings and uh, God didn't want somebody in my life. And, you know, when um, you don't see them here anymore, and I just, like, uh, okay. So, you know, all religious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why is it the freakiest people in the world? Are them religious cats running around here talking about all this, oh, praise Jesus and be humble and all this other junk. The next thing she did and what she said she does, she was talking to this other lady. She took her shirt and tied it up. And, you know, but um, she has her vest on. I'm just sitting here just... You just gonna... (laughs) You just gonna sit here and... And do that right in front of me. Because it's hot outside. And then, but she's steadily trying to get, start conversation with me. And I'm just sitting here just. You don't want me. I know, I know what, what, what's trying, what's trying, what's, what she, I know what she, what's trying to happen. Mm -hmm. And. What would you do, man? I'm saying I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. But she she, she looked like she cruising for some dick, man. That's the way she acted. But then in the same same sentence, start talking about Jesus. I'm just sitting here just... Well, look, man. You know, the Lord, the Lord gave you know, the Lord gave all of that. Yeah, the Lord give all that, but I'm saying, hey, look, you know, it was like in Friday. <laughs> you know, Bernie Mac, hey, let me let me lay, let me lay hands on you. Let me pray with you. I mean, it's like, hey, look, she giving you an option. You don't have to take it. Yeah, that's an option. You know I don't have to take it. But come on, man. No, I know. Look, I've been around it. Like, um... So this is a girl. She got some big old country... She, she country bill. 
black. Yeah. Mm. So there's this girl. I'm not gonna say her name. You know, I know she doesn't listen to this fucking podcast. I, I don't think she does. Anyway, um, I was stationed with her in Hawaii. Oh. Super religious. Mm. Oh, the Lord this, the Lord that. Uh, you know, uh, her husband was in the Marines too, but he was uh, stationed somewhere else, stationed in another state. I think he might have been in Japan. Not sure. And, and if he was in Japan, he's, he was definitely cheating. But that's beside the point. Um, so, she was roommates because uh, when I was in, I was a sergeant. Uh, technically, well, I was her boss. And she roomed with uh, this other girl who worked with us. Wine, probably? No, that big old brown thing on the plate. I have no idea. Oh, that's some fruit she bought in Mexico. Anyway, uh, this girl roomed with this other girl that we worked with. And, you know, as religious as old girl was, the girl that she roomed with would come and tell me about how this chick would constantly fucking masturbate. <laughs> Just constantly. Now, they were uh, Lance Corporal, so they were three to a room. And, you know, there was one single bed and a set of bunk beds. So the religious girl slept on the top bunk. Now, this is one of the most hilarious barrack stories that I have. It is Friday night. No, matter of fact, it was Thursday night because it was uh, I was coming back from uh, twenty five cent wing night, two dollar beer night at the E Club across the street. Mm-hmm. This is how clearly I remember this. Coming back to the barracks around midnight, maybe one o'clock in the morning, I'm walking through the parking lot to go up to my room. I hear the door open. And all you can hear is girls yelling at each other. And you see all of the barracks doors on the bottom on the bottom thing open. And they're like, oh, shit. And these girls are fighting. So, naturally, I go over there. Because I see, because there's only four girls' rooms in the whole barracks. And I know which door that was. And I was like, okay, two of my girls, two of my Marines, room in there. They going at it. But it's not the two girls that work together. Because one of the girls slept in a single bed. The other girl, the religious girl, slept in the top bunk. So the girl on the bottom bunk uh, worked in supply or maintenance or somewhere. They get into it. So naturally, you know, they the guys are like, no, I was like, no, no, this shit has to stop. Fucking back the fuck off. What the fuck's going on? They just yelling at each other. Bitch, blah, blah, blah. Fuck you, bitch. Oh, nasty ass bitch. They just going at each other. Uh, so they separate them. I come over, I grab uh, the girl from the top bunk, grab her. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You're here fighting at one o'clock in the morning. You know what the fuck's going on? So I was right, this bitch, blah, 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 and this, that, da, 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 da. I was like, you need to calm the fuck down. Go do what you got to do. You get the fuck out of here before the fucking uh, staff sergeant come and everybody got to go to fucking talk to somebody, talk to the CEO, do whatever. 
So then I asked the other girl, what the fuck happened? Because she didn't want to tell me what happened. I asked the other girl. I was like, what the fuck's going on? It's like, you remember when I told you about how she masturbates all the time? It's like, yeah. I was like, okay. So she was on the phone with her husband. They're having phone sex. <laughs> she was masturbating so hard that she was rocking the fucking uh, the bunk bed. The bed post popped off and she fell on top of the other girl mattress and shit. <laughs> and it hit the other girl while she was sleeping. What the fuck kind of bullshit is that, man? This bitch is fucking masturbating. She's having phone sex in a room with two other girls. And like fucking motherfucking what? And she fucking comes on. She fucking broke the fucking bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that scene in Step Brothers. Yeah. When the fucking bed broke and he fell to his bed. She fell through the fucking bed and landed on his chick while she was asleep. Girl jumped up. She was like, "What the fuck?" And they just started going at it. And she was like, she was beating on girls' ass because of her fucking pants around her legs, and instead of protecting herself, she was trying to pull her pants up. <laughs> so yeah. I say all that to say this. Every religious shit, it don't mean anything. Everybody likes to fuck. Everybody likes to get off. I understand that, man. It, it, it's, I mean, it's, it seems hypocritical, but honestly, like, to be honest, all people are hypocritical. We all contradict ourselves. We need to get over that shit. People are weird. Like, you just gotta expect humans to be humans. And when they fuck up and they do something stupid, you're just like, yeah, they're human. They're fucking weirdos. We're all fucking weirdos. She was a particular type of weirdo. Like, look, I've never been a girl. I don't want to be a girl. I am not trans. So, but I can't imagine the female orgasm to be that fucking good to where you literally break a, break a bed. I would have loved to seen that. Like, if you're having sex with yourself so hard that you break furniture... By yourself. I don't think there's ever been a dude that's broken furniture jacking off. <laughs> Go ahead and tell yourself, Jern. Nah, hold on. I, but, what? <laughs> I was trying to compare the two. Beating the bishop. Slogging <laughs> that dog. <laughs> you usher working at fire holes. <laughs> Is it like the jack off with herpes? Is it like speed bumps? Oh. <laughs> and like running your hand across those uh, the steering wheel covers. <laughs> <laughs> Shit don't feel right. What they feel like sandpaper. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> it's terrible. That's terrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. These other jokes is gonna keep going. The new foot massage by Usher. <laughs> <laughs> Just lay it on the floor and rub your foot. Usher, what's all that? Girl, that's rib for your pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> it's the French tickler by Usher. He <laughs> <laughs> got keloids on his dick. <laughs> Yuck. (laughs) 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 Let it burn. (laughs) Yo. Oh my God. Oh. What about that um that white bitch, man? Which white bitch? That dumb white bitch. I knew I was black. I looked on oh Ancestry. I looked on Ancestry.com and I'm 25% black. I knew it. I knew it. I just knew it. First off, I just want to say this right here. Why is it any person that hangs around black people um most of their life. Gonna come across as sounding stupid every time. Well, I identify with black people, but you're gonna sound ignorant. Well, it depends on the black people that are around. Because, I, I mean, look, we, we need to face this. Um, much like every other race, every race has the dumb fucking people. Every race has this dumb ghetto people. Because if you hang around hillbillies, guess what you're going to sound like? You're a fucking hillbilly. That's who you talk to. That's where you learn all your culture from. Now, if you don't educate yourself. I mean, look at Federline. Kevin Federline? Yeah. You ever heard him talk? Yeah, I've heard him talk. And and look. Let's, let's just get. They all do that. At some point, because they think that's what sounds cool. Because like, there's another person, like uh, Gary Oldman, Gary Oldman, that comedian, that white comedian. He doesn't sound like that. No. And his wife's black. Her whole family black as shit. Now he'll, he he'll start to do. He'll start joking around. He'll start talking like that. But that's it. Yeah. That's it. But for him, it's because. He knows who he is. He's a white dude from Ohio. Yeah. He talks like a white dude from Ohio yeah. that hangs around black people and he's comfortable around black people. But see, he knows black people. Yeah. He's not doing an impersonation. And that's the problem that I have with people like that is because they're doing an impersonation. Because anybody who, any of my friends who hung out with me, I don't sound like that. Mm-hmm. I don't use a lot of slang. I curse a lot, though. <laughs> I curse a lot. Like, I unconsciously curse. And I do say nigga a lot. But usually only around black people. Because I don't want white people to get that get that idea in their head that it's cool. 
But <laughs> I, unless I'm drunk, then it's just gonna fly. Because if I see some nigga shit when I'm drunk, I don't give a fuck who around. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, my problem with her is look, I, I don't give a shit if, if a white person because if a white person is around nothing but black people, of course they're gonna identify more with black people because that's what they see. That's what they like. You identify with the people that you're around. It's like, 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 I didn't really listen to rock music until I joined the Marines, but that's because nobody around me listened to it. Nobody I grew up with listened to that shit. Ain't no way in the world I'm going to sit here and say I identify more, I identify with white people, so I'm going to be white. Ain't no ounce of my blood is going to allow me to yeah, say that shit. Yeah, but that's you. That's not everybody. That's, that's stupid. Because it's like that, uh... Like, I saw uh, Mike Tirico, the guy that does uh, CBS Sports. Who the fuck is Mike Tirico? Mike Tirico is a sports broadcaster. Uh, he worked on ESPN. He's done a bunch of NBA games. He worked the Super Bowl, last Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He's a little short, fat, black dude, balding hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like fat Brian Gumble with no hair. Okay. But, um, now, I didn't know this about him because he honestly never talks about race, which he shouldn't because he's a fucking sportscaster. Nobody really gives a fuck what a sportscaster has to say. About it, I don't know why people think Stephen A. Smith speaks for all black people, but that's that's not the point. Anyway, um, Mike Tirico. Now I never thought about it, but Tirico is an Italian name. Okay. Uh, Mike Tirico's father is black. His mother is a white Italian lady. His father left him when he was like three, so he grew up in with his mother around his mother's family. He's never really been around. Black people. Mm-hmm. So when people ask him uh, what culture he identifies with, he doesn't say black. He's like, I identify with Italian people because that's what I was raised around. He didn't grow up eating soul food. He grew up eating fucking Italian food. Yeah. Because his mother is, is from New York, but his grandmother and all that shit, they're from Italy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So culturally, that's who he, that's who he identifies with. That's different. Yeah, but I mean, with, I think what that girl was trying to say was that she, well, no, she was literally saying she was a black person. Uh, so, yeah, I'm talking more on a cultural level. But, yeah, if somebody says that they're black, obviously you're not. Obviously you're not. It's like that lady, uh, Rachel Dolezal, who was going around pretending she was black when she was this white girl. She was the whitest of white people. She yeah. was from fucking Iowa. <laughs> like, <laughs> She she watched a couple of Dr. Dre videos. <laughs> Jesus. Is this how they live? <laughs> I don't want to be one of the whites anymore. <laughs> I'm not hanging out at the beach. <laughs> I want to say cuz. <laughs> like, yeah, and that's the thing. Is, you know, she got around black and election, and that's what's funny. Is she didn't, I, she doesn't identify with hood black people. She identifies with the black intellectual side, the civil rights guys, because that's who she emulated when she went to college. She was teaching African American studies. She's she's a really smart lady. She's just fucking crazy. Okay, but most people think that oh. Acting black is acting ghetto or acting hood or doing that because that's the image everybody portrays. But she was acting black, but you don't see her going around 
you know, naming herself Bonquisha and, you know, fucking, you know, seven inch fingernails and stupid hair and thought uh, dresses and all well, that. She other did shit. Uh, throw some extensions in her head, didn't she? She's got those fucking curls that I thought she those, or she had braids. Yeah. She had braids. But yeah. But she ain't walking around with them fucking little Kim wigs. She doesn't look ghetto. She ain't trying to be some ghetto black girl. She didn't do what everybody would expect with what they call wiggers. Okay. She wasn't trying to be that. So I mean look. You know, it's one thing to identify with a culture. I see plenty of white boys who identify with hip-hop because that's what they grew up. Like, if you grew up in the 90s, that's what was out. That's what people did. But you can't go around saying you're black. That's just stupid. Yeah. You sound like a fucking moron. Because obviously, I didn't look at you until you're not. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, oh, black is mental. Not to the police. Not to, the, not to the fucking, not Who to the credit, not the credit black score. A bunch of people said that shit. That black is a state of mind. Black is a state of mind. Mm, 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 mm. Now I wish they would tell me. I wish they would have told me that shit. <laughs> black <laughs> is a state of mind. Oh, and, so. and and since we, I'm, I'm, I know I'm bouncing around, you know, scattered marbles. See that video with that that old black lady with walking with the king? Mm-mm. She had a knife. The cop slammed her. No, nah, I didn't see that shit. I'm not surprised though. Nah, she, look. she looks so I, I understand. I know what you're gonna say. She was frail enough for the cop, that female officer, to grab her hand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The say, whole hey. protest thing. Yeah, I saw that. Protest. I'm when about protest, this was out in the Parking lot. Oh, okay. Now I'm thinking of a different video in here. I mean, I know I can look it up. But, no, no, it's fine. I, I know. But uh, she could have just grabbed. Hey, what are you doing? Now I understand. Now if she had a 22, yeah. she, you know, she can squeeze that trigger. That's all she gonna do with that knife. Grab her hand, shake it out. She slammed her on the ground. I'm talking about shoulder slam. Yeah. Yeah, judo throw. Busted her head open. Jesus. Then got on top of her, holding her holding her um her hands. You know. It's like she eighty they said she was eighty or eighty eight years old. Yeah. Well see that's that's a uh, that's poor training. Too lenient of a fucking of a, of a goddamn system, and honestly, these cops gotta start holding other cops fucking responsible because if, if the police aren't gonna police themselves, don't need to be the fucking police. Understood. And like somebody needs to, somebody should grab that bitch. What the fuck are you doing? That's an old lady. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's fucking ridiculous. It's just like when I see cops uh, pull guns on kids. That's a fucking kid. What are you doing? I was scared for my life. Then your ass don't need to be a cop. Mm-hmm. Like until cops start doing that shit to each other, they they need that like they running up in people's houses, they shooting people's dogs. Mm-hmm. They fucking they out of goddamn control because nobody's checking these motherfuckers. 
or if the checking's not gonna come from the outside, the checking will come, or the checking's not gonna come from the inside, it will come from the outside. But because that that shit, when they like, well, if you know that when they shot all those police officers in Dallas and they ambushed those police officers in in uh, Louisiana, you know that's just gonna make the cops more on the edge. It's like motherfucker, they're already shooting people. They've been shooting people. Yeah. Like what, what do we like when you give people no option when they when they look at it and they're like oh well, well we ain't, you know they're gonna treat us any different anyway they're already over aggressive they had a whole department up in uh, Jersey uh, almost all the officers got fired because they was out raping chicks and traffic stops and fifty fucking police officers right, like they, you know they stop your mom they stop your sister and they fucking filling up. Or fingering it, or flat out, flat out raping them. So, yeah, like, no, nobody, like, you, nobody trusts you. But what's getting, what's, what's really getting out of hand? And I'm gonna say it because it's only white people that's doing it. I saw this one video. It's just like plenty of other videos I've seen. It's a traffic stop. Everyone is getting stopped, right? Roadblock. Yeah. yeah. Cop comes up to the white dude's window. Why am I being? Why are you asking me? Why do you? It's like, dude, it's a fucking traffic stop. He's doing his job. Give him your motherfucking license and insurance. Shut the fuck up. Your constitutional rights. Yeah, these sovereign citizen motherfuckers take shit too far. You know, and, but it's like they're trying to make it seem like. It's not well. Well, but the, the, the guy didn't say it. Well, it, well, it's not only black people that they're messing with. As you can see, they're messing with you know the smiley white. It's not you. You were fucking with him. They're actually doing their job this time. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That whole daggone they bottom that road getting pulled over. It ain't just you. And they're making it seem like he was being singled out. Then, you know, straight out with the constitutional rights and you can't do this. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. man, just give me your fucking shit. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's what I don't understand. Why do that? And I, and I understand when police officers get upset when motherfuckers do that shit. It's like, look, man, come on. I am actually doing my job. This is a roadblock. Yeah. You, you see, yeah, I'm not, you know, I don't know what else to say about it, man. Well, no, I mean, that that's the problem is that the lack of trust in the police is going to affect them being able to do their job when they're doing their job because people are going to automatically assume that people are fucking with them. And you also have these sovereign citizen assholes yeah. who think the police don't have the authority to ask them for a license. The police don't have an authority to, to verify that, uh, who, the, who their person is, uh, whether you have car insurance. Some of them go far enough to be like, well, I don't need to register my vehicle or whatever, like driving around with no license plates and shit like that. Like, no. And that's not even federal. That's state law. The Constitution has absolutely nothing to do with that. Yeah. Because you register your car with the state. Yeah. Not with the federal government. Gov- federal government doesn't give a fuck. They don't care. You get your driver's license from the state. <laughs> so you know, you, you'll never see the FBI pull somebody over. <laughs> you'll never see the DEA 
doing traffic stops. It doesn't happen. Um, so people need to get over themselves. That said, uh, the cops do need to be more forthcoming with information. Like, if you pull somebody over or there's something like that, walk up to the window, explain what the fuck is going on. Like, I hate when cops come up to me, do you know why I stopped you? No, nigga, I don't. <laughs> you know, or whatever. Or if you do, if you were speeding, just say, yeah, I'm sorry, I was going over the speed limit. Like, because I've done that, and I've gotten warnings. Because I was like, yeah, I know, I'm late for work, and I was, you know, going over. All right, and you give him his license and registration. He's like, all right, slow down, I'm going to give you a warning this time. It's happened to me like three times. So, you know, yeah, I'm not one of those fucking, I'm, I'm not one of those people who plays respectability politics, but if you know you're wrong or you look ahead and you see everybody else is stopped and you're wondering why he's stopping, there's probably a reason. Exactly. There might be an escaped convict. It might be a turnover truck. You, you don't know. So instead of fucking jumping, you know, jumping out your ass and, you know, harassing a cop who you honestly don't have any fucking reason to do it. Chill the fuck out. You know, because I seen a video where this white dude was like, the cop tells him, you know, yes, you're being detained. You know, get on the ground, put it in your fingers. And he was asking, you know, well, why? But when they're at home. Yeah. I didn't see the whole video, but still. Well, they didn't put the whole video out. That's a problem. Is because that website now this they always take the worst parts of these fucking videos and and put it together and they put that fucking music over it and the text or whatever to yeah. get that point apart. Yeah. Look at this point, the cop yeah, needs to right. like you have to decide which hill you're gonna die on. The cop could have very easily been like, Look, there was a crime committed nearby. We don't have a description. We just want to ask you a couple questions, and we need your license to prove that you live in this house. What would be so hard to fucking about saying that? But then this dude gets upset. He's agitated for whatever reason. We don't know because the video doesn't show it. The cops on edge because, yeah, it very well could be that he was a person that did whatever fucking crime he was there investigating. Because cops, contrary to what people believe, Cops don't normally just show up somewhere. They're usually called. And and at some point, everybody has to decide, like, all right, am I going to risk this dude shooting me or tasing me? All with some shit that I could easily alleviate. And then the cop has to decide, am I going to shoot or tase this person? Over something like, he's simply asking me, why am I doing this? Answer him. You know, everybody's everybody's willing to die or kill over some dumb shit. It, it don't make any sense. You know, don't die on that hill, and that that comes from both sides. Yeah, it's, it's fucking stupid. You know, if you're freaking out, if you're that freaked out, you know, I, I get the whole you know want to be in control of the situation, but honestly, that dude wasn't belligerent. He wasn't. You know, taking any steps toward the cop. He had his hands up. Mm-hmm. You clearly see he wasn't armed. So just talk to him. Hey, if you got to do it with your gun drone at, you know, at 10 paces so he can't grab you, then do that. 
But fucking say something. Talk. Yeah. Um. So we're getting the rap sign. Okay. Uh. So yeah, we're gonna uh, wrap this because we're gonna watch this John Jones. Jones. Joe Cormier. Cyborg. Jones. Cyborg. That's my pick. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go John Jones. I'm gonna say he's probably gonna go to the third round. I think it's gonna go. I think it's gonna go three. I don't think he's gonna knock DC out just because DC's got a hard fucking head. He's been he getting hit by he's he was a heavyweight. He was like number three at heavyweight. He's been getting hit by two hundred sixty five pound dudes. I don't think John's gonna knock him out, uh, but I do think he's gonna tap him. I think John's gonna tap him. I hope he slams him a few times. Probably. This time. Um. So I, I think he's gonna tap him. I think Cyborg's gonna win in the first round. I think she's gonna beat the fuck out of Tanya Evinger. But I've seen Tanya Evinger. I've seen her highlight reels, and I think I've seen like half one of her fights. Yeah, she's a really good wrestler. Problem is, is Cyborg's fucking stupid strong, and she's a really good wrestler and a really really good jujitsu person too. She's and she hits, yeah, and she hits like a fucking truck, yeah. and she looks great. She looks great. John looks great too. You know, John weighed in at two hundred four, mm-hmm. came in a pound under. That motherfucker is ripped. He is ready. His uh, his uh, his uh, his abs is bumped up like Usher's dick. (laughs) (laughs) I had to get one more in there. I had to get one more Usher herpes joke in there. So I think Jones is going to win by submission, probably in the third round. Uh, I'm going Cyborg. I think it's going to be a better fight than a lot of people think, but I think she's going to tap. She's going to touch her. Yeah. She's going to hit her. And when Cyborg hits people, like, she fucking, she she hits like a fucking dude. Shakes the inside. Yeah. Um, so I think Cyborg probably by TKO. Uh, I think I'm I'm pulling for Damian Maia just because Damian Maia is older. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want him to win a championship because he deserves it, man. He's one of the best jiu-jitsu guys. And I tend to be a little more biased towards the jiu-jitsu guys. He's the best jiu-jitsu player in the UFC, probably him and Jacare. Um, I hope he beats Woodley. I don't think he will because Woodley's a hell of an athlete. He's a great wrestler. And that motherfucker is powerful as shit. He cracks people. Yeah. He does not get the credit he deserves for being the, uh, the, the great champion he is because he's kind of a boring dude. Even when he talks shit, it doesn't, it doesn't come off well. It yeah. just doesn't seem natural to him. Um, I don't really care who wins that fight because I like both fighters, but uh, I think he wins. Um, so then um, I'm going, yeah, I'm hoping Maya, but I think Woodley's probably going to win. The Donald Cerrone, uh, Robbie Lawler fight, uh-huh. that's going to be a goddamn war. I don't care who wins. It's going to be a great fucking fight. Because neither one of them motherfuckers is going to come out pussyfooting. Yeah. There will be no touch butt play between <laughs> the, uh, Robbie Lawler and Donald Cerrone. Yeah. It's two fucking rockhead dudes that like to bang. And they're going to fucking go out there and go at it. Um, I just want to see that fight. Um, 
I'm trying to think of there any other big fights. Because all three of those are championship fights. All three of those are for belts. It's going to be some good boxing going on tonight, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Adrian Broner and uh, Mike Garcia. Yeah. That's going to be a good fight if AB shows up. Yeah. Hopefully he ain't on that bullshit because he, he's known to fuck up. Fuck up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. It's going to be a good night of combat sports. Uh, hold us to our predictions. Uh, yeah. So, with all that said, uh, hit us up on social media. Holler at us. I'm going to be live tweeting fights. So, uh, if you follow us on Twitter, at whatever man pod, you know, holler at your boy. Jerm's here too. So, you'll hear from him also. Uh, Hit us on the uh, hit us on our uh, message line. You text us, uh, you know, leave a voicemail, whatever. Our number is uh, 203 that pod, or for you motherfuckers that can't spell on the phone, 203 <laughs> uh, 842-8763. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail, text us, do whatever. We love the feedback. We love to hear from you guys. Uh, at Whatever Man Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, look up Whatever Man Pod on Facebook. We don't really post on that motherfucker much. We do get some great memes on that bitch, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, hit us up on SoundCloud. You can listen to us on Google Play, Apple, uh, was it iTunes. Wherever you get podcasts, you probably find us. Um, Stitcher. Yeah, Stitcher. Stitcher. Shout out to Stitcher. Uh, and hopefully SoundCloud keeps that shit together because I don't feel like transferring all this shit over to another service. But, you know, everything's backed up. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. Once again, thank you to Jared and Jay. Hashtag Blackout Podcast. We appreciate the uh, spices. Expect that order coming in uh, within the next couple days. And, uh, yeah, thanks for leaving the voicemail. Uh, we want to thank uh, Google Translate for that bullshit uh, not Google Translate Google the uh, voicemail translator transcriber for that bullshit that's the funniest shit in the world We, pro- I think I am going to design a t-shirt with that fucking message on it that shit is hilarious um, yeah you got anything? no that's it just can't wait to for you to hear that music yeah yeah uh, Bob Niffin shout out to Bob Niffin uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hear it. We're gonna listen to it, uh, and we're gonna put it in in a future podcast. Some of the music in a future podcast. We're gonna talk about it. Hopefully, we'll we will not. Hopefully, we will get him on the show. Uh, we gotta go to him. Great if he can come here. Great, whatever. We're gonna get him on the show. Um. So yeah, shout out to all our friends. Uh, Wiley Ross, Wiley Ross art art. Uh, James Garcia, JJG, JJG Glass, if you like to smoke. Tobacco only. So we don't do that. We don't do that weed shit. We don't get funny with the money around here. Um, Excuse me, say what? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, So, uh, yeah, uh, I guess that's it. 
We out this motherfucker. Uh, like girls out of R. Kelly's house. <laughs> um, <laughs> peace. <laughs>